Welcome to the Husband Material Podcast, where we help Christian men outgrow porn. Why? So you can change your brain, heal your heart, and save your relationship. My name is Drew Boa, and I'm here to show you how. Let's go. Hey man, today's episode is an inner experiential exercise led by Dr. Peter Malinowski. This is going to be a really helpful guided meditation that you can come back to again and again if you would like. It's a great example of what it looks and feels like to use internal family systems as a perspective and a process for inner healing. At first, Dr. Peter provides some cautions and guidelines for doing this work, and then he's actually going to facilitate an exercise. So if you are listening to this on the run, I want to invite you to perhaps find a place where you can sit down, maybe close your eyes, or at the very least, focus and let go of distractions so that you can do this if it feels helpful for you. And then next week, I am going to share with you an example of what it is like for me personally in my own journey so that you can have an example of this experiential work. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back to Husband Material. We are still with Dr. Peter Malinowski, who has chosen to give us the gift of guiding us through an experiential exercise. Well, I am glad that you uh, that you didn't fire me in the meantime, Drew, and that you were <laughs> willing to have me back. It's good to be back here with you. Awesome. Before we get into this exercise that everyone listening will go through with Peter guiding you, even though it's recorded, Peter, what cautions do you have for people in order to maintain safety? Yeah. So, I mean, as as you all know, I'm just talking to your listeners now, as you all know, this stuff can be really charged around sexuality, right? It can be really intense, sometimes um, emotionally charged. And so I'm going to encourage you to pay attention to your own, how you're doing emotionally during the course of, of this exercise, right? If you move if you're leaving your window of tolerance to the upside, you're moving into that fight or flight, you know, you're getting into that uh, sympathetic arousal, um, you know, you can back that down. You don't have to engage with this. You can take a break. Um, or if you find you're dropping into that dorsal vagal, shut down the freeze response, numbing out. You know, we want to really, it. what that's saying is it's too much right now for some part of you, okay? And we want to be able to respect that. So to give the space that you need to those parts. Um, you know, you don't have to do this exercise. You can stop at any time. You can reground yourself. There's no shame in that. If it's not for you, it's really a beautiful thing to recognize that and to know that it's maybe not for you right at this time or in this moment, in this situation. Um, we don't want to steamroll internal objections to doing the exercise. If a part of you is like, hey, you know, I don't, I'm not I'm not on board with this. You know, I don't I don't think this is going the right direction. I would say pay attention to that part. Right. Let's let's again not just steamroll that part. Um, uh, really want to make sure that we're caring for all of our parts in this. And I'll give some suggestions and some offerings to help with that as we go on. You also need to have the time and space and privacy to do this. So this is not something to do while you're driving, you know, while you're engaging in other activities that require you to divide your attention. Right. So not it's not something to do while you're cooking or working out or cleaning your cleaning your bathroom or whatever. Okay. This is something you really want to. You really want to be able to, to focus your attention on in, a, in, a, in an undivided way. The other thing I want to emphasize is that this is not therapy. This is an experiential exercise. This is a guided meditation. 
We're not trying to resolve unmetabolized traumas, for example. We're not trying to run in and fix you. We're really looking to understand your parts in a much deeper way. We're going to see if you can connect with those parts in a different way about their feelings and attitudes and concerns about some problematic sexual behavior, porn use, masturbation, whatever, whatever that might be for you. So just really want you to know that use what use from this, what I'm offering you, take what's helpful. Okay. And leave the rest of it. You can go your own direction. And if you've done parts work before, and you find that you're really going off in a different direction, some really beautiful way with one of your parts, go for it. You know, you don't have to pay attention to what I'm, what I'm, what I'm saying. And that you're free to also pause the audio and really settle in and do extended work if that seems best. Right. It's often helpful to have pencils and pen and paper to write down things that might be helpful to remember or to map out uh, parts if that's helpful to you. Parts really like having a voice. They really like it when things, many parts, not all parts necessarily, but a lot of them really like it if you can if you can um, capture their voice. It somehow seems very real. If it's now on paper, you know, in a parts journal or if it's drawn out in a parts map. And I'm just going to invite you to get physically comfortable. You know, you can move around, you can close your eyes. All of that's up to you, right? And we have a lot of gentleness with yourself, a lot of gentleness for yourself. We're, there's a moment here that we're getting into where you can really care for yourself, where you can love yourself, love your neighbor as yourself, our Lord told us. We are supposed to love ourselves in an ordered way. And that means loving the parts of us that are in need. Working with them gently, kindly, with care and compassion, the way Jesus was with those little children that came to see him. All right, so when I talk about parts, I just want to, give a little definition around that so that people have an idea of what I'm talking about. If you're new to this podcast or new to IFS, and that is that parts are these separate, independently operating little personalities within us, right? Each of them have his or her own prominent roles or needs or their own lives, their own emotions, their own body sensations. They have their own guiding beliefs, their own assumptions, their own typical thoughts and intentions and desires and attitudes and impulses, their own interpersonal style. And each part also has a way of understanding the world, a worldview, and a way of understanding God. So they're not just transient emotional states. They're not just thoughts that flit through, but there's this whole constellation of all of the facets that would make up a personality. So that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about a part. Sometimes, <laughs> oftentimes, distractions come in, right? And I just want to prep by saying, that's okay. That's common. That's human, you know? Um, and if you can refocus, great. But if, you, if you're having difficulty with that, let's get curious about distractions. You know, can we get curious about what the need might be 
to be distracted in the moment. And I'll help you with that at different points throughout this too. But to know that that's not a problem at all, that actually can, can, can cue you into something really, really important when you get distracted and why, right? Distractions are often caused by parts that are trying to help you. So, all right, we're going to ask that no parts overwhelm you in this, okay? That they not flood you with their intensity. That's a safety thing, right? In order to be able to hear all of you, you know, the parts that have an interest in this particular sexual issue, uh, we're going to see if all of them agree to not overwhelm you. Now, you might, you might not be in touch with all of them, and that's okay. Sometimes like, I don't know if I can be in touch with a part. You know, I don't know if, I, if I've got a permission from a part, it's not going to overwhelm me if I'm not in touch with it. It's like, that's a part. That's a part. That's an anxious part. You know, it's okay. You know, the parts that you're in touch with, just that those parts agree that to not overwhelm you, to not take you out of your window of tolerance, that not to blend with you or flood you. And why? So that you, you as your innermost self, can have a relationship with the part. When we blend with the part, we can't have a relationship with that part anymore. Because that part's taken us over, like an inside out. You know, where the anger, little anger, red anger character takes over the control panel. There's no, there's no space anymore, right? So we want to be able to connect with these parts of us. And be with to be with them exactly so important this is us relating with us and that's necessary for us to be able to love ourselves so um i'm going to invite you to think of something you'd like to change some behavior that you don't want to do anymore, or that maybe it is a behavior that you do want to do, whatever it is, something that you want to change. It could be uh, the use of pornography, it could be masturbation, it could be, it could be, you know, some other thing that's going on. It could also be an emotion that feels overwhelming or out of control. It could be a body reaction of some kind. Yeah. yeah. Something that you want to change. Something you want to change. Yeah. So, and something that's kind of troubling at least in some way. It doesn't have to be the worst thing in the world, but something that troubles you in some way. So I'm just going to invite you to come up with that. And we're going to call that the target. Okay. That's the target, uh, the target experience. I'm just going to see if it's okay. See if this works for you to be able to invite your parts around a conference table, if that's helpful to you or a campfire if you prefer to be outside you know this is all in your mind's eye and we're inviting all the parts that are stakeholders in that particular target experience just inviting them to come and join us an open invitation now i'm just going to invite to see how you're doing with that right if if that seems like not okay right then let's get curious about that like, what might not be okay about that? You know, and I want to let parts know that just hearing parts out doesn't mean that we're endorsing their positions. Doesn't mean that we're embracing what they believe. Doesn't mean that we're sanctioning their impulses or, you know, saying that, hey, it's okay that 
you have this particular desire and we're going to carry that out. No, not at all. We're just connecting and being with and accepting our parts as they are right now without endorsing everything that that might imply. It's a really important distinction. And maybe that could be helpful to some parts that might be worried about the moral aspects of this kind of connection, right? I want to let those parts know that I know before God that I'm responsible for every word I utter for you, you know, to you. And I'm going to have to stand before God on my day of particular judgment. And I'm I'm responsible for all of that. So I don't want to offer you anything that's wrong either, right? I, you know, this isn't something that's just lightly considered, but I also want you to be able to have the good that I think might be here for you. If though you feel like this is not, you know, not the right way, if it's not good, you have the capacity to sign out, you know, and to say, nope, not going further. I want you to know that you have that freedom. If if you're if you're, you know, in that position feeling that way, it's okay. You know, I'm going to encourage you to again not steamroll any parts that would have objections to moving forward with this. Um, but let's just see. Um, what that's like in your body, this idea of bringing parts together. What are you noticing inside? I'm going to turn our gaze inward and notice what's happening in our bodies or around our bodies as we consider having a discussion about this target experience. And I'm just going to invite you to to see if there are any objections, any concerns that any of your parts have about a place at the table for any other stakeholder part. Can parts believe that other parts will honor the agreement not to flood? and that they will be willing to work in a collaborative and cooperative way. Taking turns. Just going to invite you to see if there are any concerns about that. And we will need at least grudging acceptance at a minimum from parts before going forward. If you don't have grudging acceptance from your parts to go forward, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you to stop. We really wanna honor our parts. The ends don't justify the means here. We don't steamroll our parts without considerations. What we do then is we say, hey, I need to spend time with you. So if you do want to continue, there's another way to do it, but that is to really focus on the part that has concerns. 
really to focus on that part's concerns and to invite that part to look at you and to tell you all about them. Ask that part not to blend so that you can be in relationship. If you do have permission from your parts, if there is at least grudging acceptance from your parts to go forward with this, then I'm just going to invite you with a big open heart to see how you're doing with calm with compassion for all the parts that are here with connection a desire to connect with the parts that are here and with curiosity a genuine interest in parts. Just inviting you to see if you have those four qualities. Calm, compassion, connection, and curiosity. See if those qualities could grow. See if any parts that might still be blended with you can give you a little more space. So you as the innermost self can lead and guide your system in this exercise. If you notice that you have an agenda, you know, where you out of fear or frustration, are trying to make some particular thing happen in some particular way, that's a part. That's a part. See if that part would be willing to soften, to relax back, and give you some more space. Because if parts feel safe, if they feel protected, if they feel seen, heard, known, and understood, if they feel calmed and reassured, if they feel soothed, if they feel a sense of being valued and treasured, so much changes then. So much changes. I'm not asking you to give up any of the ways that you coped before. You can always go back to those. I'm offering you some a new way, something in addition to what parts already have. Something that you might find so much better if you allow it to work. That your innermost self can actually lead and guide your system if your parts are open to that. 
I'm going to ask that parts let other parts speak for themselves. Sometimes there's a part that might want to be a spokespart for other parts, might want to speak for them. See if it's okay to begin to hear from the different parts around the table. one at a time, just a sentence or two of the most critical things that each of those parts want you to know about this target experience. It's a great thing to write them down as different parts share. And it's okay if you don't know where it's coming from or which part is which and all of that. Sometimes it's not clear. Often it's not right at the beginning. It's okay. Each part, just a line or two, taking turns. You can pause it if you need a little more time for the audio. And then... I'm wondering if we can have agreement about parts, agreement from parts about which part needs your attention first, which part you might work with first. See if other parts would be willing to wait so that the part that's most in need right now could get some attention from you one-on-one. -on -one. And the other parts can stay present if that's helpful. And you can come back to this part of the recording and work with another part in the future, play it over again and so forth. So there's a lot of ways to work with this. But I'm going to invite you to see which part you're going to work with now. And I'll call that your target part. Can that target part see you? Invite that target part to look into your eyes. Can you see the target part or can you sense the target part? Some people can't see their parts. I actually can't see my parts, but I can sense them. So maybe that's a better word. Can you sense your part? And if you have a big open heart to that part, if you're sensing that compassion and that connection and the genuine interest and the calm, if you've got all of that, then 
I invite you to hear that part's story. What that part wants you to know about its experience. About the target experience. What good is the part seeking for you? That's part of the story. How that part's trying to help. And what does it fear would happen if it didn't seek what it was seeking for you, if it didn't do its job, if it didn't play its role in your system? What's the worry, the fear? We're not trying to change anything. We're just trying to understand right now. What does that part need in terms of safety and protection? What's that part doing with feeling seen and heard and known by you? be hard to take it in sometimes if a part's feeling cherished or treasured or loved for the first time. You want to move slow with that. It can be a lot for parts to take in, especially if parts have been condemned or harshly judged if they've been rejected, abandoned, exiled. To know that that wasn't the innermost self, that was another part. Maybe the innermost self was too young or weak to go along and resist that. Sometimes these things start when you're so, so young.
to let parts know, to let your target part know that yes, you need to exist. And yes, we want you to survive. And you matter. All parts are good. All parts were made by God. No part left behind, all parts are essential. And if there's a reaction to that, just notice, see, there's a part coming up that's concerned. Okay. You know, you know the stakes are really high. Parts can get really concerned. But these parts are like little children. And if we meet the needs of little children, they settle down. They can engage. And if it's true, only if it's true, but if it's true that you can do some work with these parts, that you can set aside some time, you know, if it's helpful to play parts of this um, reflection, this, this experiential exercise over again, if you can make some time to work with your parts to let them know that, that this doesn't have to be a one-off thing, you know. And maybe if what you're realizing you need is therapy or counseling or coaching or a mentor or something, you know, there may be some way that you can communicate that, that you can let parts know if they've really found this to be helpful. A lot of gratitude for your parts, for their good intentions, for how hard they've worked to try to take care of you. A lot of appreciation for the space that your protector parts have given you to try something new that may have felt like it was a risk for them. And so a lot of gratitude for the space that you did get. And with that, if there's anything else that you'd like to write down, um, with that, We'll bring this exercise to a close, and I am grateful for the work that you did do in this exercise, all of you, because when you do your internal work, when you work on your internal integration, it helps us all, every one of us in the body of Christ. So thank you for that. A lot of gratitude to your parts. Thank you, Peter. Yeah. Well, thank you for for the opportunity to bring some of this to your people. You know, really appreciate that, Drew. For you personally, what is your favorite thing about healing? Oh, that's an easy one, Drew. That's a that's an easy one. What it what it helps us in and what I most appreciated about it is that it allows us to to be open to receiving love even more and to be able to reflect that love back to God, back to others even more. So it's all about loving and being loved 
and that mm-hmm. healing is so critical for that. So, Amen. Again, thank you so much. We will continue this work next week. And you can find Peter's information in the show notes if you'd like to connect with him as well. Gentlemen, always remember, you are God's beloved son, and you he is well pleased. Oh,